This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Throughout the nation and around the globe, from his heart to yours, it's Dear James Live on the radio. Here on the Contact Talk Radio Network, bringing you intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dear James Live. Express yourself, tell it like it is, and then hear what Dear James has to say. Today is all about the ego, and I'm still here. I have the, again, privilege to have... Just an amazing guest with me, um, Dr. Jan Seward, or Dr. Jan, as many like to call her. And she is a woman who connects two worlds. As I said before, she, as a clinical psychologist and psychotherapist, she integrates information about science, psychology, and human development to help people with their struggles in daily living. As an oracle, divination master, astrologer, and sacred geometer, she also uses energies from the unseen world to illuminate our soul's path and purpose during this and other lifetimes. All of her work is for the single purpose of bringing us to our divine purpose and to manifest our authentic self. Dear Jan, dear Jan, it's dear Jan instead of Dr. Jan. It's dear James and Dr. Jan. This is going to be fun, Dr. Jan. How are you, my love? I'm, I'm so excited. I'm very excited to have you back and it's always dynamic and amazing and and for we already have three callers holding so i to all of you holding hold tight for a second while i work through some really quick things the topic of course is about the ego and how we transcend it how we come to manage it um because as dr jan will will be talking about during the show as well as we're taking your calls live it's not about eradicating the ego it's about coming to a place of balance with the ego. And it's also about learning to lead from your heart, not your head. And when we do that, you know, I call that the soul source connection. But when we lead from that place of our soul, our ego comes into alignment. And uh, easier said than done, as Dr. Jan will also attest to with people and, and most of society, we have to learn, we have to retrain our beings our minds, if you will, to lead from our, our heart center, from our soul source connection. So as we lead in today's show, I wanted to open with a quick quote and also make one correction. Um, in a previous show, because the Dear James Advice column is now appearing on goodmenproject.com, and I'd given out the wrong email address or uh, website address. So I just want all of you to know it's called the Good Men Project, and the web address is goodmenproject.com and you'll be able to find the Dear James Advice column there now. It'll be appearing um, rather routinely and everything. So with that, I want to move into the fact that Kevin Dordery had a quote that was passed to me by a dear friend and it said, maybe the journey isn't so much about becoming anything. Maybe it's about unbecoming everything that isn't really you so you can so you can be who you were meant to be in the first place. For me, 
Jan, that is just a huge statement because it's literally about the stripping away of that which the ego self puts layers on us, if you will. We layer ourselves. That's a beautiful quote. Absolutely. Yeah, and and so it's for everyone listening, as we go through the show today and we're talking about the ego and, and how we go about stripping it down, if you will, how we go about centering it, it really is about unbecoming everything that you've learned so far so as to be your authentic self, your true self. Because then you have a very balanced sense of self, a, a very balanced center. And thereby, the ego, and I, and I want, Dr. Jan, tell us before we go to the first caller, the importance of the ego and, and also the definition, because there are, there are many. Right. There are many, James. And this is one of the real uh, challenges, especially for people who have been walking a Western path, maybe a Western psychological path. They've learned one thing about what the ego is. And then if they've walked also or an alternative Eastern psychological path, they've learned a completely other thing about what the ego is. So really, we're actually bringing this definition of what ego is into balance. So a more Western definition is that ego is a very healthy thing. Uh, starting back from Freud, there was a famous expression. Uh, you know, Freud had an idea that we were dev- we were in three parts. We were uh, an impulsive part, which was the id, which was just I want what I want when I want it. And then there's this super ego, which are all the prohibitions of our parents and society, the shoulds and the musts. And he used to say, where id was, then ego shall be, with ego as this healthy mediator between our impulses and all those constrictions or prohibitions. So in in Western psychology, ego strength is something to be sought after. Uh, It's a real accomplishment. It's flexible adapting to the world and finding our way. Now, in Eastern psychology, the ego is something that represents self above everything else and gets in the way of a connection with the soul, the oversoul, the Atman. Uh, you got to get the ego completely out of the way. So it gets confusing. Do I have an ego? Should I have an ego? Should I get rid of the ego? And what we're doing here so beautifully, James, is the idea of ego as self another word for self, but true self. And we all know people, and, and ego is going to continue to be a pretty useful term. You know, years ago, remember, you and I are almost the same age. I'm a little farther down the path. But when Michael Jackson did the We Are the World uh, recording, there was a sign, check your egos at the door. Yeah. So, you know, we are all familiar with people whose egos are way too big and not checked at all. Or people who we would consider have a very underdeveloped yeah. ego. Exactly. So, yeah. so they can be kind of immature, impulsive. But, but we're really looking at claiming who we are, our, our real self, our divine self, and being able to express it through a healthy ego. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. So that is exactly when, when you're looking from Eastern and Western and we're looking at from a, a westernized point of view, if you will, or a daily life point of view, to a spiritualized point of view of the ego, it is about finding your center. There is nothing wrong, and I want to say this up front on the show, there is nothing wrong with a healthy ego. It's when that ego is overinflated or out of balance that it becomes this, you know, egotistical monster that it becomes 
problematic for you because then it's driving everything in and then there's a tremendous detachment from your truest identity your your soul self your soul source connection and that's your authentic identity it's when and we j- counter that go ahead yes Dr. and Jeff. james i can hear i can hear our listeners saying oh my goodness am i guilty of this monster ego and what i'd like to suggest in my experience and certainly in my practice more often people who are tuning in to listen to our kind of show your kind of beautiful show these are these are folks who are really on the they're guilty of the other sin uh feeling like they're not entitled enough to have a strong ego feeling too inadequate to step into their light in their full healthy presence, which is also ego. So uh, I really know our listeners are, are needing to hear that um, it, it's time to step into their brilliance. Absolutely. To, to find your true place, if you will. Um, yes. Your rightful place, because every single being has that rightful place. It's just meant to be done with this centered, calm confidence, not hubris. You know, you it's, it's, the, it's the standing principles of the beauty and the empowerment of humility and grace versus hubris. So with that in mind, let's go to our first caller, which is Barbara from South Jersey. Hello, Barbara. How are you? Hello. How are you doing, um, James? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Thank you. Thank you so much for taking my call. I really appreciate it. You're most welcome. Well, what's taking place? Tell it like it oh. is. What's happening? All right. Well, this is like a real everyday um, issue, and um, hopefully you can give me some insight. Um, uh, I was just wondering if you could um, foresee whether I will win my Social Security disability case and um, if I would be able to win from the original date of my disability, which is November 8th of 2013, and if I need a lawyer to help me do this. Right now, I don't have a lawyer, and um, disability has decided that, oh, they, they changed the date to August of 2014. And I don't know why. I don't know what it was based on. And um, and then I still work 24 hours, so I'm not definitely um, approved for disability unless I work under 20 hours. But everything's still up in the air. So if you could, you know, if you could shed light on any of this, I'd appreciate it. Well, right off the bat, there's there's a huge issue where you are giving this um, too much power. That's what I'm feeling right off the bat is there's a very strong feeling that this in your mind is kind of a, a make or break um, scenario. It, it, you're, you're looking at this as though everything is wrapped in the outcome of this answer. Yes? Well, <laughs> I know you have really good insight, so I'll, I'll take everything in its, you know, in its stride. Well, you know, this this is uh, right now. I have a lot of uh, big financial issues, and I'm into my um, life savings. I'm I'm old. I'm 61 years old, so it's not like I'm you know really young and and have my my life ahead of me. Did Did you say 61? I'm 61. Yeah, sorry. 61. Barbara, first off, that is not old. (laughs) (laughs) You, my darling, are very young at heart and and spirit and. And this is why I'm saying what I'm saying to you oh, okay. is because you're I, I don't want you to be disappointed. And I'm not saying that the outcome is going to be adverse, but there's a lesson here for you. And the lesson is that you are literally. I love the word surrender, but 
but I love the word surrender when it's an empowering word. It's when we use it in an empowerment place. You are surrendering everything about your, your existence. You're, you're pulling in your focus so tightly that it's going, it's constricting your ability to see everything clearly. And that could cause you great harm, meaning great harm, meaning not the outcome that you've wanted. Everything's tied up in this. You've got all of your energy focusing in this one place and you're missing all the other opportunities that are presenting themselves. I just really want to know um, if there is any way to, you know, um, I know because it's consuming me. I, I, you know, I could lose my house and my everything. So, yeah, it does concern me, but if I could just have insight into one or two issues, maybe that could help me move forward because there's so many other questions that, you know, hang on it. So I, um, well, what... What, what you are going to want to do, because, and, and obviously we're going to talk more about this, you know, with your private consultation, um, okay. that you're getting, but I want, I, but I want you to step back from this because again, you know, and, and Dr. Jan can jump in here for, you know, with this bit as well, sure. because we're talking about ego here. The ego is afraid at this point. Your identity, yourself is very afraid. Everything, as you just said, I could lose my house. Everything's wrapped up in this. And that's how you're seeing it, and that's the power that you're giving it. And by doing that, you're rendering yourself vulnerable. And you don't want to be in, you don't want to be standing on the vulnerable side of the lake. It's not the place to be. Yes, James, I, I agree. And, and hi, Barbara. And, um, thank you so much for your call. Um, it's, we talked yesterday, James, really about the ultimate ego strength affirmation, which is really a prayer, and talking about surrendering to, to what we can control versus what's out of our control is the serenity prayer. You know, grant me the wisdom to know what I can change and uh, what, I, what can't be changed and to do whatever I need to do and can do to protect myself to advocate for myself it's wonderful that um there is an option like disability and that you're going to fight for it as need be but but the beautiful eastern concept about ego is the idea about not attaching to our identity and forgetting and you were talking about this last week james the identity not attaching so much that we feel that all we are is this self that is vulnerable and needs to be protected and to really know there is there is divine action there um that's bigger than we are right and and something go ahead barbara all right i really haven't i i I meditate and i pray and believe me i have prayed on and let the outcome go but in the meantime i would still not like to just leave it up to chance because you know, if I could get a lawyer to fight for that original date, I just want to know if I'm going to have a shot, whether or not I'm going to have a lawyer or, or not to fight, you know, for this, or whether it's just going to be, uh, they change the original date regardless of what I'm going to do. Just, you know, I just, yeah. Okay, well, here, here's the okay. thing. You've, you've said a couple... You've said a couple words that I, and I want to, I want to weave together a, a theme for you so that you see this. There's the... There's the issue about fighting. There's the issue about, and I, and I want you to hear these things because I'm going to tie them together. The issue of being old at 61, 
a social security disability claim being in in whatever um, form there is a this is a bigger lesson this this whole thing is a bigger lesson about your your perspective on your vitality your livelihood your longevity your purpose and that's why in giving your power away in this instance it's not about you leaving it to chance and it's not about you being passive in what takes place i always say i always say life is a dance you don't necessarily have the you know the choices coming to the dance but the greater choice is how you choose to dance once you're here and this is for you barbara a greater lesson about how to dance it's about how you're perceiving yourself it's about how the cup is half empty not half full that you're at the end of the game not the beginning of the game do you see what i'm well, saying well I'd, say, well, well I'd say i have four stage cancer so you know i'm not really being unrealistic about it okay. but uh-huh. but even but what i'm I, I know honey but i just wanted it you know some kind of, of, you know, some kind of information, So, because I don't want to leave it to fate. If I were to just lay down and say, well, the heck with it, it doesn't matter whether or not I have a lawyer to fight for me, Social Security Disability is going to do whatever they want, and it's going to be up to them. I just kind of want to know that, that's all. It's just, you know, um, right. Well, in, in a literal, in a literal, you're asking me a very, you know, literal point, and what I'm saying to you is, you will have the experience. You can go and get an attorney and go fight. And I would say to you, I hope and pray that you don't do that for one simple reason. Because it's how you choose to dance. It's how you choose to live. It's not about them being right or wrong or them being good or bad or you not having exactly what you need. So I would say to you, in this place, in this time, if you alter the way you're looking at everything to find the beauty and the gift in life, in where you are, because there are, and I and I know that that's a very tough thing to hear. And and but what I am trying to really say to you is, the minute you see the beauty and the value of your life, even in this instance with everything that's happening to you, the outcome will fundamentally change for you. You'll go from a place of surrender and vulnerability and surrender meaning having given up or throwing it to chance, and you'll find the beauty of the empowerment of this moment. And so I want you to have, you know, what, what the universe is saying is you can have either experience. They have one that they would prefer you to have, and that is to say, I'm going to be fine in every moment. And that's not lip service. That's absolute alignment of faith. Okay, so what and you're I'm saying... Gonna, okay, so I just want to understand if what you're saying is it doesn't matter whether or not I call a lawyer. It, it's going to be what it's going to be and just 
we reach it? Is that what you're bringing? Don't bother to call a lawyer because I don't have a lawyer right now. And, and uh, right, I, I don't know what I'm saying. Right. So what I'm saying to you is, if in fact, from a soul place, if in fact you, in the current contraction that I feel that you're, I, I'm feeling your contraction. So in that state, you're going to end up resonating with an attorney that is going to be in that place. And the next X amount of months or years is going to be spent in this place of turmoil and contraction because that's what that energy at this moment is going to bring you. If, however, you step back for a second and you shift your energy, and this can be done in you know a matter of a moment or you know a day, you can step back and say, "Okay, wait a minute. I hear what I hear what the universe is saying, and they're telling me to shift my my energy, shift my belief to you're there for me. This is all going to be okay." This is then a place of, I'm going to walk through this with grace and dignity and beauty. Then, if you were to seek an attorney, you would seek and attract someone that is coming at this from a place of altruism, you know, the the, the right energy. And you're going to have two completely different experiences. You're still in the same scenario of I'm hiring an attorney, if that were the case, but they're two separate experiences. They're vastly different. I would say to you, the difference between August of 14 and November of 13 is about 10 months. Is that 10 months going down the road of of a tougher attorney in a tougher place of contraction and all that's going to come with that, is that worth your 10 months? It's $20,000. It's a lot of money. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't really know. I, un- I understand. But what I then say to you is, but it's about how you dance. It's about how you live. What, what you're saying you is putting away the time. If it was approved sooner but with a different date, it would be better just to get it off my plate rather than go and fight for the year and a half if I were to get the original date, and we still don't know that. So. Right, and, and so my point to you is, in this current state of circumstance, what do you want your time to be? What do you want that time to be spent on? Because some things are just priceless. Some things are, and, and by shifting your energy and knowing by letting go of this contraction and lifting up, you're going to come to find a bevy of people and, and, and opportunities and things of that nature that come to fulfill every need you have. But if you stay where you are right now on this particular path, it's going to be a whole other experience of contraction and people that are are coming up against you in a way that you're not, that I would not want you to do that. Um, I'm not but, sure what, you, what you're saying. The first part of that was you will, you're not, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry. Um, I'm not sure what the first part of that was. I, don't, I still don't know what to do. I'm just not get a lawyer. 
say? I don't know. That's what you want. I would say to you, if you're looking to fight, go hire an attorney and understand what that experience will be before you do it, before you make that ex- that um, engagement and commitment. Otherwise, sit back with yourself and look and say, is this worth, is this 10 months, this $20,000 worth that kind of energy and frustration and hardship and path? Or do I have enough on my plate as it is and I'm going to switch and I'm going to shift up and I'm going to see that Abundance comes to me when I resonate in that level of, of energy. And thereby, if you choose that, let the abundance of the universe come to you because it's going to come to you. It's, it's choosing between two paths, two levels of energy. But you have to, you have to determine, you are the, you know, it's free will. You are the one that has to say, I choose this experience or this experience. And this, I'm going to just step in, James. This is the hard part about um, doing this kind of work with the universe because the universe calls us to grow. Even in the most difficult of circumstances, when we just really are looking for a yes or no, what do I do? I've seen it again in my work with divination. The universe always comes in and says, well, if you go this way, this is going to happen. And if you go this way, this is going to happen. So, again, as you said, it's really up to you. And that's challenging because it calls us, again, always calling our soul's growth. But, again, if we remember, at least, James, I know this is what you believe, what I believe. We've created a soul plan for ourselves before we even came in. That includes the outcomes of our life and these, these paths, these forks in the road. And so we get to a place where it feels like we don't have choice. How could we possibly have choice? Just look at all the facts. There's no choice here. And yet even in that place, there is, as you said, a cho- how do we choose to dance? And that's what the universe is calling us to do, to, to, to really dance the most beautiful dance we can. So I, 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 resonate with Barbara's frustration about not getting the answer. But that's still how the universe calls us to grow. Okay, well, absolutely. So and go ahead, Barbara. What you're, saying, what you're talking about is my attitude, whether if I'm going to go into it with a good attitude, whether I'm going to hire a lawyer, if I have a good attitude and I believe I'm going to win, then that's what's going to happen. Whether or not I hire a lawyer, um, I, I don't know. It, it so sounds if like I could speak... If I could speak, Barbara, not so much about whether you feel positive that you're going to win, but that you know your needs, regardless of this outcome of this $20,000, that your needs will be met. They will be met, not just the abundance of whether it's the literal financial 20 single thousand dollar bills in a bank account, but more importantly, the abundance and wealth of resources through the love and support that's available to you when you have an open heart. Yeah. And that's really winning. That's really winning. That's right. the, And that's the ego of the heart mind, James. That word came in before. You know, truly, when we're in our heart mind, we're in our ego. Exactly. And, and so, Barbara, it's, uh, I'm going to tag onto that quickly, and then, and, and then well, I'm going to take this up with you 
full-heartedly on our on our private consultation, Barbara, but it's about your knowingness. It's not about your attitude. It's not about being positive or negative in your attitude. It's about being it's about having this faith, this resoluteness in your knowingness that you can let go of a journey going down a very tough, rough battle fight road to know in your being that you're offering yourself, you're giving yourself this gift of levity, of abundance that will come to you by forsaking that route. Because when we fight sometimes, even when, even when we're right, even when we're right, and I've been there, I've done this, wow. even when we're right, you can still, you can still have that experience and it doesn't mean that you achieve the goal or the results that you had hoped for. It just means that you experienced those lessons. And I'm saying to you, in your circumstance, where you are today with what's going on in your life, what do you want your life experiences to be? And thereby, is it really worth that monetary win, even if the date is right, even if everything you're talking about is a hundred, a thousand percent right? Is that the journey you want your time to be here on earth? Or do you want it to be far richer? And because you choose to, in that knowingness, because you choose to have a, a, a higher sense of self and sense of worth and what your time and your value and your life is worth, that you'll attract those experiences to you. That's free will. And that's also then releasing something to allow something far greater to come in. Who knows? You could walk out the door and say, you know what? I'm going to go with this and I'm going to live this beautiful life. And you know, all of a sudden somebody comes along and does something for you that just blows your socks off. And you're going to be like, I can't believe that just happened. But it does. And it happens every day, but we have to choose it. And that's not being, that's not being wishful thinking. And that's not being airy fairy and all that good stuff. It's how the universe works. So I'm going to come back to you uh, on our private session and but before uh, you're listening to Dear James Live, express yourself, tell it like it is, and then hear what Dear James has to say. I'm with my amazing guest, Dr. Jan, and it's I'm Still Here, Discussing the Eagle. We'll be right back after this break. To be more consciously enlightened is innate. Do you feel there's more to life? If so, find the resource that's right for you by going to dearjames.com slash resources. You are the reality you create. Make it a great one. When you ask a question, the universe hears you, and in a multitude of ways, they seek to communicate with you to provide the intuitive insight, answers, 
and advice you seek. From serious to silly, monumental to mundane, there's nothing the universe can't cover. Maybe the insight you receive is exactly the affirmation you were looking for. Then again, it may just give you a whole new perspective on things. And that's the beauty of the universe. Submit your question to Dear James at DearJames.com and click Ask. The gift of giving is immeasurable. Give of your time, talent, resources, and money. Give not only because you can, but because by doing so, it is already coming back to you. As a people, we are only as strong as the least among us. Together, we harness the power of the collective whole and see through our deeds the power of miracles, both large and small. Find the charity that's right for you by visiting www.dearjames.com and click on Charitable Giving. One person or kind act really does make the difference. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Express Yourself. Tell it like it is, and then hear what Dear James has to say. Today with my amazing guest, Dr. Jan, we are talking about the ego and how it plays a role in our lives and how to bring it under control, so to speak, so that you live a centered, balanced life. And we want to go to our next caller, Janine from Los Angeles. Hello, Janine. Hello. Hi, Janine. How are you? Hi, Dear James. Hi, Dr. Jan. Thank you. So much. Hi, Janine. Hello. I love this radio program and the wisdom. Uh, you said so much already that I, I feel like how do I uh, tear it down? But I think um, the one thing that you said, dear James, about that what you read about unbecoming, I feel as if I almost look at it like Shrek, where you peel back the onion, and I've spent a good portion of my life and most recently in the last few years, really trying to unbecome because <laughs> I was um, on the wrong path. And a lot of times, I guess this is where my ego comes in, I can easily go on the wrong path, but I've been really working hard to, to work with every thought, every minute. And um, I'm very interested to hear what you have to say about, you know, this... Um, returning to my, or being true to my soul's journey, um, managing my ego. I mean, I do have a situation, um, I've I've been through quite a challenging Saturn transit where I've basically um, changed my profession and um, the way in which I was thinking I I needed to be in the world. And I I have recently a a really um, interesting idea that's come across my path, and so um, I can ask about that specifically, or I didn't know if there was anything that you could um, help me with, because sometimes the path from my head to my heart is is a real uh, challenging one for me. Okay, well, I'm going to start with your end thing, even though you didn't ask the question, because it's going to back, it, back into where we're going. The thing that you're talking about is... Mm-hmm. The idea and everything is is good, but it's premature for this reason. Okay. You, what what the universe is saying to me 
is all everything that you've done up to this point was was due to this overwhelming sense of self-doubt. You know, it was as if you were piling up the um, the mirages mm. so that nobody would really see you. Right. And that becomes incredibly tiresome. It, it just weighs you out because you just get depleted. You're constantly holding up an identity until you don't remember which one you're holding up anymore. Yeah. And... And the interesting thing that that the universe said to me when you were speaking was that I'm going to say to you now is you will not disappear. You will not cease to exist (laughs) if the beauty of your authentic self, you know, you're a beautiful soul. And somewhere along the way, and I'm going to say it was in early childhood or there, there were issues that took place that caused you to put on masks to not really love who you knew yourself to be. And so you went around people pleasing. You went went around just, you know, it was like, you know, Chester the poodle with the burning ring of fire and you're jumping. And then it's the next, you know, Mm -hmm. like, let me, let me, let me just please everybody and let me show you how good I am because you mm-hmm. didn't believe that you were really good. Right. And yet you were and you are. It's it couldn't be farther from the truth. So, the idea that you have that you haven't even told us what it is and I don't need to know. It's a great okay. idea. But and there's a but and I don't usually use buts. Okay. How I'm going to use however now. However, in order to deliver it you must be your authentic self because yeah. it requires you to be um, formidable and not fake formidable, not fraudulent formidable. It requires absolute authenticity. Because then, as you go to, when you speak from your soul, when you go to deliver this product, this idea, people are going to know if it's your authentic self speaking to them or if it's a mirage. Mm-hmm. And you've already done, you've already done all that. And it's time. I can feel it. I can hear it. It's like, lay it down. Yeah. And so, how do you lay it down? Great question. Trust, <laughs> trust mm. faith, surrender, the empowering surrender. And when we talk about loving yourself, we hear that all the time, Dr. Jan, right? We hear this all, all the, the time. time. Oh, love yourself. Love yourself more. When you come to understand, Cindy, that you are love, Janine. It's not external. I'm sorry. Sorry. I was looking down below. Janine. Sorry. Cindy, we're coming no to you next. Janine, my darling. <laughs> yes. Sorry. I was looking on my screen here. Janine. No worries. When I'm you come... speaking to my soul, whatever name it is. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sorry. But, but when you come to see Janine, you are love. Mm. And, and the beauty is to go back before you, because you remember 
it's it's very funny. Some people have memories of their childhood and what I'm getting and some don't. A lot of people, you know, they have them, but they don't. You remember the exact point. They're telling me that you can literally, you know, draw the circle in the bullseye and hit the middle of it and say when you decided to be. And I'm going to use a very, you know, not fun word, but when you decided to be fraudulent, when you decided to abandon your true self. That you remember, they're saying to me that she knows exactly when she did it. And from that point forward, you created a whole alternate, a lot of alternate egos, alternate selves. Yeah. And what they're wanting you to, to do is to go back to the moment right before you made that conscious decision. Because you thought it would serve you is what they're saying to me. You and your mind and your young mind, you said, ah, if I do it like this, it, life's going to be great. But if I stay like this, it's going to be horrible. Yeah. And they, they want you to go back to the moment just before you did that and tell her, no, thank you. And James, what you're saying to Janine is so beautiful and so beautifully said. And it does bring to mind a, a beautiful book uh, by Alice Miller that many people may be familiar with called The Drama of the Gifted Child. The Drama of the Gifted Child. And it speaks directly to when we sacrifice our egos, we sacrifice ourselves so that we can survive, quote unquote, in an environment in which, in which we've found ourselves. And, uh, and that is, is such a struggle to reclaim the authentic or the true self. I think this is what you're speaking to. Yes, absolutely. And that's exactly, Janine, exactly what I'm talking about is you still know exactly who your authentic self is. You just haven't, she just hasn't been front and center in so long that there's a trust issue. There's a faith issue. And, and what the universe is saying to you is, Reclaim, go back and tell the one that you created, no thank you. You know, that thank you, but no thank you. And, and from this moment forward, I'm going to be, I'm going to reacquaint myself and I'm going to trust myself. I'm going to have faith in her. I'm going to surrender to her because she's really your soul. She's really the purity of your soul. And she's yeah. going to be brilliant. <laughs> and she's going to deliver, and she's going to bring something nobody ever saw. Nothing you've done to date will hold a candle to your true, authentic self. She's powerful. She's beautiful. She's powerful. Wow. We're going to have a lot to talk about when we, when we have our private session. So, Wow. Well, I'm, shake, I'm shaking. So uh, <laughs> I, know, I know we have to begin to end. Uh, I just wanted to say that... Um, it's just incredible everything you've just said, and without even knowing the project, one of my concerns, just to, to let you know how spot on this has been, was am I doing it in my old way of looking to get approval, and then people would like me because if I could, like you said, deliver this product, and you've given me the answer to that of the work I need to do first. That's exactly what they want you to do is do the work first and it'll come quickly because you're the bell's been rung. You're aware yeah. of it. You know what's happening. And thereby, once you are ready, 
when you deliver, you're going to really deliver. <laughs> it's going to be a beautiful delivery. So thank you so much for having the courage to call in. It takes a lot of courage to call in sometimes, and it's the beauty mm-hmm. of calling in. And it's I thank you for that. And I thank and, you. Uh, thank you both. Your wisdom is, uh, it, it touches my soul. Thank you. You're most Thanks, Janine. Okay, so last but not least, I want to go to Cindy right away so that we have time. Hello, Cindy from Calgary. Hi, James. Hi, Jen. Hi, Hi. how are you? Fine, thank you. I have a so what happened? Yeah, I have a quick question about my relationship um with my husband's side of the family, um, mainly his two sisters. Um we haven't um had a very good one, and we were not on speaking terms. And just last week, we went and visited um, his uh, one of his sisters. And um, you know, I I don't think the older one is quite yet open to having a relationship with us. And we wanted to go there for our children's sake um, because my daughter was asking about her aunts. So I just want to know. Um, what you feel about that, if they're, you know, how it went. If you could give some insight on that. Well, absolutely. Right off the bat, what I was getting, and and Jan, I know you may have your cards with you, but I want to I want to play in with this. I was just this, thinking uh, that. Yeah, I was thinking that could be a good uh, good use of that. Yeah, so, 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 so while I'm doing ahead. that, let me let yeah. What yeah. I was getting right off the bat, Cindy, is. There was jealousies. This was kind of a disastrous uh, um, union. There's old wounds. There are, there are old wounds and jealousies. And, you know, this is just kind of disastrous between the three of you. Um, and it's caused a lot of, um, obviously, it's caused a lot of heartache between, um, and, and tension between, I'm getting that, you know, tension between you and your husband as well, because there's a point at which, they are family, and yet, are you are you really defending me? Are you really holding you know holding my honor, my back, my guard? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that has caused heartache and pain, and um, and between you and your husband, you know, and that and that should not not be the case. Um, uh, what the universe is saying to me, and I'm going to let see where Dr. Jan comes in on this with, but what I'm getting is leave sleeping dogs lie. Mm-hmm. That nothing necessarily good or great is going to come from this because the issue becomes you coming from a place of wanting to do the right thing by your children. Mm-hmm. But in order for that to be to, in order for that to manifest, there must be reciprocity. In other words, they must be coming to the table with this same genuineness and openness of for good, you know, mm-hmm. for the betterment of. And, and James, exactly. Yes. And Cynthia, I'm getting exactly the same thing from my omens. And the psychologist in me heard your sadness about this, your heaviness and your pain. I, I hear that in your voice. I hear the heaviness. And of course, the oracle I used said, 
if you respond the same way again and again, you will be caught in the tomb of depression and melancholy. Do not leave your inner door and chambers. If you make an impulsive move, you will be split off from your place and grasp disaster. So certainly, and that's from the Yijing, the, the Chinese coins, that is certainly a confirmation to stay put at this time to get more clarity on the situation, not to move impulsively because it will not be anything that will lighten your heart. So uh, agreed, agreed, agreed. Yeah. Do you see how, you know, I I know it's disappointing and I know that, you know, when children come in and they're like, why, you know, they don't understand what's happening in the family dynamic and why are children, you know, I mean, why are the adults, you know, not playing nice, so to speak. Mm -hmm. But there was a lot of, you know, there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of not nice things said, (laughs) you know, there was a lot of very unpleasant, um, innuendos, remarks, um, things that happened. Um, there was a lot of, um, uh, what's the word I want to, um, conniving behind the scenes, you know, manipulating and conniving behind the scenes. They, did they not want you? They didn't, they didn't want you in the family. They didn't care for the marriage and the, is that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of things. I think they think they're better educated than me because I never went to university and they just think their family is a little bit higher status, maybe. I'm not sure. And then when their <clears throat> parents uh, passed away, it was over inheritance as well. My husband got most everything because he was the only son. Um, you know. Right. You're li- in very funny ways, what this is really about is you living the life they're supposed to have. Wow. There's a lot of jealousy. There's a lot of stuff going on oh, here. Oh, James, I'm so glad you said that. I'm sorry to interrupt. I had to jump in because I, I have another card deck. And there's a, the first card that jumped into my mind. I don't have it in front of me, but the card is jealousy and mayhem. Jealousy and mayhem. And it's exactly that. Yes. Yeah, hmm. it's exactly the, you know, they, they literally, um, you know, they were pretty much, it's very funny. They were a tight-knit family and yet they aren't. And I know that sounds very strange, but, you know, there's this, there's this, it's almost as if the appearance is we're a tight-knit family, but the undertones of it are we're not. And thereby, what you're, you're kind of the punching bag for Mm -hmm. all of the jealousies and the angers and the resentments Mm -hmm. that took place between the three siblings. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of added to it because you come into the fold and all of a sudden, there's a um, there's even a further division. There's even a further split. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I very much would say to you, love your family, love your children, and communicate to them why mm-hmm. this is challenging and why it's it's not the right time and may never be the right time. Um, And that as they become adults, if they wish to seek something out on their own, Mm -hmm. so be it. And, and, you know, that you're always there to communicate, but, you know, communicate purely and honestly, don't, don't, don't stoop to a different plateau. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just express, this is where we are. This arrangement doesn't work. And at some point in the future, if you're looking to have a relationship, 
you know, that's fine. You're able to do that. We are not. Mm-hmm. And so you don't like. I'm just. I know that between the two of them, the two sisters, I'm just worried that they're going to brainwash other cousins and stuff against me as well. Like there's one um, older cousin sister, as you say, that they have, and I don't. I don't. I wonder what her feelings are. Like, is she open to me, or is she more kind of in tune with the sisters? The the more you leave yourself open and exposed like that, mm-hmm. the more vulnerable you are. You already know how they feel. Mm-hmm. Don't seek, um, don't seek approval for approval's sake. Okay. Ask yourself: Do I really want these people in my life? Would I have them in my life? And if the answer is yes, then walk that road. But if the answer is no, mm-hmm. then don't seek approval for approval's sake, because mm-hmm. it will give you those lessons, mm-hmm. and you don't want that journey. Um, I, I hate to do it. We're down to the last two minutes. So, Cindy, thank you so much for calling in and having the courage to call in. Okay. Dr. Jan. So much. And you're right on. Like, I, I could feel like they didn't, never liked me from day one, So, but I was just... Kind of, you know, when you have kids, you change. So just wanted right. to. And, and I also want to very quickly say, Cynthia, don't accept their opinion of you into your ego, that you truly do have a beautiful life and a beautiful family, all the things that they envy and and want, and to really inhabit your own beautiful self and presence with that. And everything, all of that other stuff is going to fall away. Okay. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Okay. Thank you so much. You're so welcome, Cindy. Thank you. Dr. Jan, as always, James, amazing how did show. It, it went so fast. It always goes by too fast. And so to everyone listening, Dr. Jan will be back. She's going to be, uh, be a regular fixture yeah. here with me on ongoing. Uh, and to that, I am eternally grateful and the synergy. And to all of you, express yourself and do it with great clarity and do it with a calm, centered sense of self a balanced ego. And as I always say, no matter where you are or whom you're with or what you're doing, wrap yourself in goodness. You've been listening to Dear James Live, express yourself. Tell it like it is and then hear what Dear James has to say. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to Dear James Live on the radio with your host, Dear James. Gain intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions and so much more by tuning in next week and visiting DearJames.com.